How you doing? Hope you're doing well. I am Kiara Kanan. Welcome to Confessions of a Canaanite, where Mondays are motivational, Wednesdays are full of wisdom, and Fridays are just plain fun. You guys, we are not in my car today. We are in the game room. The dogs are in the room with me, so let me like apologize ahead of time if anything pops off. They are both napping. I think we're safe. I think we're good. God forbid that doorbell rings. That's a whole different story, but right now they're good so we're just gonna hop right into it so this Wednesday we're going to piggyback off of last week last week I talked a lot about spirituality versus religion and I feel like I spoke mostly about what religion is and what spirituality is not um, and I feel like some people may have even felt like attacked like and I'm sorry if you did but for those of you that are wondering like what it means to have a relationship with Jesus or what that looks like or how to strengthen that that's exactly what we're gonna get into today so last week I gave you the definition of spirituality being your relationship with Jesus. So let's look at this relationship word. Let's look at some of our favorite relationships, um, specifically people who live together, right? So couples, married, serious, um, friends that are just best friends that are roommates live together. In these relationships, you genuinely live together. Like you are going to see this person. You're gonna see this person when you wake up, you're gonna see this person when you go to bed, probably gonna eat a meal with them, watch a show, do whatever you guys like to do together. It's safe to say that it's guaranteed that you guys are gonna spend some sort of time together throughout this day, right? Physically together. And even though that guaranteed time is there, when you guys are apart, you're still texting each other or like calling each other on your breaks and it's kind of funny to think about like you guys are literally together live together you will see this person and yet when you're not together you're still reaching out to this person you're still communicating with this person sending them something you thought was funny letting them know whatever popped off at work you know and when I think about relationships like that it reminds me so much of a spiritual relationship with Jesus where it's not just a oh, okay I said my morning prayer like or I said my bedtime prayer like again checklist kind of energy and you can access Jesus and your spirituality and your relationship all throughout the day and that's how you strengthen that relationship so today I'm going to give you five ways that you can strengthen your relationship with Jesus number one pray pray so prayer is just conversation with God like that's genuinely all it is it's not this like confessional moment it's not and sure I it can be um it's not this like repentance moment again it can be but I feel like people put like a lot of exaggeration on prayer and you feel the need to I declare and I surrender and I bind this and I declare that I rebuke this and like while there's nothing wrong with that prayer language don't feel the need to have to like say certain things when you pray or like yes God is holy and I guess that kind of scares a lot of people from wanting to approach him and wanting to have these conversations but God knows who he created like he knows who you are he knows exactly how you feel he knows exactly what you're going through he knows why you're coming to him before you even come to him so just have that conversation just like you were speaking with someone you were in deep relationship with um I call them my frustrated prayers but literally in my frustrated prayers I start off I go Jesus <laughs> I am literally like Jesus like come get me come get me because I'm about to do something that 
I don't want to do and I need your help to stop me. And I, I am very honest and I say, this person pissed me off because like, because that's the conversation in the relationship. You can't fake, just like you can't fake a real romantic relationship, you can't fake a relationship and a conversation with someone who knows who you are, who knows what you're feeling. So it may feel weird to be so bluntly honest and to say like, hey, like I'm just depressed, God. I don't know why. Like I know the sun is out. You made a beautiful earth, but I'm sad. I'm sad and I don't know what to do about it. That's okay. That's okay. You don't have to start. Although, and you'll get to where you need to get to, but like you don't have to start every single prayer with a thank you if that's not what you need right now. It might be okay. Go, go, go. They're going to bust back in here. That's their thing. That's what they do. Um, but we're going to keep going with this episode. So the verse that I have to back up prayer is 1 Thessalonians. Thessalonians? Such a word, right? 517. And it just says, pray continuously. Pray continuously. And so this goes back to that relationship part where I'm talking about like even though you're together all the time you're still texting each other or calling each other or whatever you can pray all throughout the day it doesn't have to be this like ceremonious like I dedicate this many minutes and I'm gonna get down and I'm gonna bow and I'm gonna do all of this stuff while that's fine you can still just in the bathroom at work Jesus these customers these clients these whoever I'm dealing with be with me whatever like can you make this big a little bit fast? you can do that that's totally fine <laughs> I clearly seem to complain I'm kidding. I'm a very grateful person. The second um, verse of scripture I have is Matthew 6, verses 5 through 7. So, these verses say, um, oh no, he's back. He's crying. He wants to get back in. Guys, should I let him in? The answer is no, right? But I'm I'm such a dog mom. I'm going to have to let him in. Come on. You either got to come in or you got to go out. Deuce, you're... I'm sorry. I'm not starting this episode over. I mean, I'm not editing it. So, hey, this is what y'all getting right now. Um, so, oh my gosh, he is scratching at the door. I just opened it for you. Come in, come in. Come in. Deuce, come. You did it, come. Go lay down. Okay. All right, they're in. I'm not letting them out. I'm kidding. They're going to ask to go back out, and I'm going to let them out because I am a pushover. Um, so Matthew 6 verse 5 says, and when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. Truly, I tell you, they have received their reward full. So that verse alone. And then let's go down to verse seven that says, and when you pray, do not heap up empty phrases as the Gentiles do for they think that they will be heard for their many words. So basically God is saying, keep it real with me keep it real with me like do not pray all of these wordy like biblical word church word prayers like just keep it real with me and tell me what you need to tell me like let's just have an honest conversation I know you I know what you need I know what you're thinking can you be open with me so one of the these are not in order I feel like they're all equally important prayer is probably my favorite though but praying is definitely one of the main ways and something you should be doing to strengthen your relationship with Jesus. 
If you can have a conversation with your best friend, why wouldn't you? If you can have a conversation with your loved one, why wouldn't you? Period. So secondly, I advise you to give the first of your day to God, right? I feel like in a time where we have access to everything, like you can open your phone and immediately just be somewhere else, right? You can look at something else, you can have access to something else, you can check the stock market, you can check the weather, you can check the shade room, you can check to see what new notifications you've gotten. Take the first part of your day and just give that part to Jesus. Just whether that's in prayer, whether that's in worship, whether that's in meditation, whether that is in reading, um, whatever that is, just give that first part of your day to God because for one, it's priorities, right? Like you can say, okay, I'm going to commit to reading 10 minutes of the Bible this morning or just in general sometime today. And how many of us have said that we're going to do something throughout the day, work out, go to the gym, um, clean up old clothes, whatever. And because we don't check it off first, it never happens. It never happens. Life happens. I have no idea what's going to happen throughout the day. I have no idea if I'm going to get a call, if somebody's going to need me, if I'm going to need somebody, if whatever. I have no idea what's coming up next. But if I guarantee that first part of my day to God, I've already, and not that we don't want to do this religiously, right? We don't want to check off that box, right? But it's just like, I need to make sure out of all the things that I'm going to ingest throughout the day that I'm ingesting something that's actually going to help me, right? I can twirl on Twitter all day long, twirl. I can scroll through Twitter. I can scroll through Instagram. I can get on TikTok, do all of these things all day long. I can go shopping. I can blah, blah, blah. I can do all of these things, but how are any of those actually investing in me, helping me, healing me in any kind of way? They're not. And nine times out of 10, I'm probably going to have a chance to get on any of these things, do any of those things at any point in the time in the day later so wake up spend that first couple of moments that breath that you woke up with tiktok didn't give you that instagram didn't give you that your stock market didn't give you that right so go ahead and spend that first part of your morning giving that back to god and just saying like hey thanks for waking me up what do you want to do you want to meditate you want to read you want to worship like what's up like let's do this right now right here and let's have a wonderful day after that I was gonna skip my verse. Okay, so my verse for this one is Matthew 1, Matthew chapter 1, verse 35, which says, Very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house, and went off to a solitary place where he prayed. So when Jesus was roaming this earth, this is what he did. Like he before the sun was even up, first thing he was like, let me go talk, <laughs> let me go talk to Chief. Like, let me go see what's up before I do anything else, before I walk on water, before I turn water to rind, before I do any of that, I need to check in with the one who sent me here. And I feel like it is our duty to do the same, but when building a relationship, who's the first person you say good morning to? Who's the first person you say good night to, right? Your favorite person. So if you are very serious about building a relationship with God, hang out with him first. That's all. Number three, worship slash music. So music is magical, right? Like who, I have never met anybody who doesn't like music, period, right? And there is something about worship music and there is something about praise music that is just magical. I mean, obviously you're sending your love and affirmations to God, which is like, that's his love language, right? That's what he asked for. That's his love language. Respect his love language. If you want this relationship with him, love him the way he wants to be loved. But we also get something out of it too. Like, 
it, when you actually hear the lyrics to some of those songs and they remind you who you are they remind you what you're called to do they remind you who god is they remind you what um what you can receive uh, i know i have been in some dark places and my dark place song is run to the father by Corey cody what's his name Corey asbury no not run to the father i'm sorry that's cody cranes is that Cody Cranks? Y'all, I don't know. I just I just downloaded it and I listened to it. No, Reckless Love by Cody Asbury. That is my like in the dark song because it just reminds me that I'm loved. Like no matter how rough my day was, no matter how sad I was, no matter what happened, like I am still very much loved and I'm not even just loved, but I am recklessly loved. Like I am loved, loved, loved. I am wanted, right? Um. Oh, in my notes I put this is how you hug God because I'm cheesy <laughs> but the verse I have for this one is Psalms 104 33 which says oh, everything just disappeared oh no dang you technology dang you flip I really should restart this episode over but guys with these dogs we gonna make it work how we y'all already seen what happened Okay, so he says, Psalms 103. It says, I will sing to the Lord as long as I live. I will sing praise to my God while I have being. Honestly, to me, I just feel like this is committing to God every day. Like, honestly, it's just saying that, like, relationship involves commitment, and I'm going to commit to you by loving you the way you want to be loved. And if you want to be loved by me singing praises to you, okay. Yes, I love you. I will sing my praises. Number four. Number four is fasting. Okay, so <laughs> we're in Lent right now, right? Um, well, before that, I guess I should define fasting. So fasting is voluntary, voluntarily giving up food or something for a specific amount of time for a specific purpose. Um, it's not a dieting craze. Now it's officially a dieting craze. Like the Daniel fast. The Daniel fast is something that is a something that happens in like a story that people have turned into. A diet okay and same with fasting like you have intermediate fasting and you have like these diet fads that's that's not what we're talking about here so fasting and like a spiritual term is denying your flesh of things that you would usually partake in so you can spend more time getting close to the Lord so um, it's usually associated with food and I personally believe I have no research to back this up but I feel like one of the reasons why it was mainly food is because like back in a, D, B, C, whatever. There's not, like, that much to do, right? But whereas now, we have, like, social media, we have streaming networks, we have outlet malls, we have just you video games. Like, we have so many things that are taking our attention. So I don't feel like fasting is necessarily just food at all, especially not anymore, because I feel like there's so many things grasping for our attention. And I'm like, you giving up food really didn't do that much when you could have gave up Instagram or you know gossip sites or whatever so it's giving up just something and so we are in the time of Lent which is um a time set aside for the 40 days and 40 nights that uh Jesus had fasted in the desert and we take this time to remember it and it leads up to Easter and whatnot and how many of you guys gave up something for Lent I did I gave up shopping um but I don't consider this fasting to be honest um I did a fast earlier this year and it was probably my first fast no it was my first fast because this was the first time that Everything that I gave up, I replaced with Jesus, right? I gave up a lot of things. I gave up um, music that wasn't like praise or worship music, and I love music. I gave up um, drinking. I gave up I gave up a lot of things, 
and I committed to waking up at it was just six o'clock yeah I heard this more uh Mondays ago I'm not a morning person so um I committed to waking up at six o'clock and spending time reading and doing a devotional and whatnot and I believe that that's what fasting is it's giving up something that your flesh loves or that your flesh usually enjoys and replacing that with time spent with Jesus so if it you know you see your screen time if you're on your phone four hours of the day and it's because you're streaming something or it's because you're on something if you play video games whatever giving that up and replacing that time you would have spent playing that video game scrolling on your phone whatever spending that time with God so if that means praise and worship reading the Bible watching some church sermons like whatever whatever that's what fasting is to moi um the verse that I have for this one is Joel 2.12, which says, Yet even now, declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting, with weeping, and with mourning. I picked this one because of the weeping and mourning part, because like, if you actually replace that time that you were dedicating to something else, if you dedicate that time to the Lord, and you actually spend time with him in his presence, some things happen. It's a very spiritual experience and it's something that I can't describe. It's something that you're going to have to learn for yourself and do. Um, also too, I want to get away from the idea that fasting is like kind of this like genie bottle thing. I feel like I've noticed a lot of people fast when they like want something to happen and they're like, oh, I need a new job. So I'm like fasting for it or I need this. So I'm going to fast for it. And I'm like, okay, sure. Which people do fast for like clarity and they fast like when they just want to kind of show God that they're committed to something but really it's if you're doing a fast correctly it's going to just increase your spirituality and you may see benefits from that like something that you were looking for or hoping for but don't go into a fast with the hopes that you're getting um kind of a wish granted right um it's about increasing a, or not increasing but strengthening a relationship and lastly five the Bible. Reading the Bible. You guys, my mother lived in her Bible. She was a big Bible person and she would try to get me to read the Bible. She would try y'all to book big, a lot of words. <laughs> but again, this is kind of like that love language thing. This is something that was left for us and you can't replace learning the word yourself and spending that time letting, you know, the Holy Spirit like interpret for you and like read and getting your own interpretations and whatnot you can't let church replace that you can't let okay well I'm gonna like sing for 30 minutes replace that you can't let oh I'm gonna listen to this person's like sermon and podcast belong groups like you can't let any of that replace that because at the end of the day you still need to do your research and if you think about it going back to like the relationships that we were talking about earlier how many of you guys have relationships with people you just don't know right no that's not a thing like you don't know their birthday but you live with them no you don't know their backstory but you know y'all in the same bed no you know this person's backstory if they wrote you a letter you would read it especially if that was the only not the only way you had access to them but like this is the way that God speaks to us this is one of the ways there are multiple ways but this is one of the ways he speaks to us this is one of the things that he left for us and if you want to increase that relationship you're gonna have to read that like what <laughs> It's almost like, um, not a contract, it's definitely not a contract, but it's just 
there's just some good things in there. Like, I know it's like a wordy thing, and it's one of those things too. A lot of these things I'm having trouble explaining in like pretty definitions is because they're so spiritual. Like, what I may read in Matthew chapter 7, verse 13 may not be what you get at all, right? And that's the beauty of it, is because it's our different relationships are gonna tell us our different things for what we need in the moment. And going to church and having fellowship is where we get to share these things and where we get to be mind blown. They're like, oh my gosh, you're right. Oh my gosh, I'm right. Da -da -da. So it's definitely, um, it's just a spiritual experience that if you um, are interested in strengthening your relationship with Jesus is something that you should definitely start. And do not feel the need to start from Genesis. You don't have to. It's okay. If you heard that Jesus turned water to wine and that sparked your interest, skip to that chapter. Walking on water. Skip to that chapter. Feed 5,000. Skip to it. That's fine. That's totally fine. And as your relationship strengthens and you feel um, led to read other things, go ahead. Go for it. But don't feel like you have to read it from the beginning to end, back to front. And the verse I have for that one is Matthew 4, verses 4. <gasps> oh no, did I not pull it? Oh, now I gotta search it. Y'all have no idea what Matthew 4, chapter 4 says. Awkward silence. I don't know how to fill this awkward silence. Okay, I'm almost there. I'm almost there, you guys. Oh, oh! Oh, this is a good one. This was worth the wait. Sorry. <laughs> then Jesus answered, It is written, Man should not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes from the mouth of God. So I picked this one because, again, you can't expect, like, church to like replace i keep giving church a hard time y'all i love church i'm sorry but you can't explain like you can't expect church or devotionals you can't expect that like your little verse of the day app that comes through on your phone to replace like the actual word of god you can't replace the fact you can't expect your praying mother some of y'all got a praying mama some of y'all got a praying grandmama um you can't expect her to replace the word of god in your life if you want a relationship with jesus christ you're gonna have to do the work you gonna have to do it like you know any relationship takes effort and this is a part of that um and like i said make it interesting don't think of it as like doing homework read it like the dramatic story that it is y'all there is like murder and cheating and crazy nonsense that happens in the thing it gets really interesting you have to read it with the you have to want to read it so oh you guys i was all over the place again here we are that's just the thing here the theme we're getting there maybe on like season three i'll be super professional who knows maybe not but i'm very proud of my dogs they did pretty good okay so we will be back in my car friday and i will be a little bit more focused and a little bit more um i'm not even as loud as i usually am i'm not as vibrant as i usually am um and ryan's little brother is downstairs i don't want him to be like what is she doing but anyways you guys i will see you friday friday i'm very excited for it is going to be a very fun episode. We're going to have a special guest. I'm excited. All right, you guys. Life is a conscious decision. Go be a good person because you can. I will see you Friday. Bye.